Well, I didn't say that much that last episode, did I? No. No. It was a refreshing change, wasn't it? It was good, yeah. Mm -hmm. But we had an amazing amazing guest star who we just had to bring back for a second episode (laughs) to talk about (laughs) racism in Mexico. So, welcome, Joshua. Yes. Hi, hi, hi. And we got Atka as well. Hello. <laughs> Hello. So we, Nick and I, we, we talked. No, we, I just mentioned this that we had to talk about this topic last time. And I mean, I think I'm always talking about it. I, I always bring it up in every one of my drafts. I find a way to bring up the racism. You do? Don't I? I well, maybe, maybe, maybe so subtly you hadn't noticed. Well, we've already established that I'm oblivious to many things. Um, I want to start this discussion, and I'm so happy that we can actually we we can only talk about this because we have actual Mexicans with us. I, 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 <laughs> actual. I, I I I will. I have a. I construct an idea about the racism in Mexico. Is that the Mexican love his oppressor? You know. Okay. This is this is the reason for a Mexican racism. <laughs> you know. But but let me let let me start with the story that I have told you, yeah. Joshua, before, and uh, to to explain what I mean by racism. Yeah. And then we can talk about why that is or what other forms of racism exist here. Yeah. So, so Nick, did we tell you the story yet? Parts of it. Probably. Parts of it. So let me start. Um, a year ago, just about a year ago, I think, yeah. um, Catherine and another colleague from the German school, Detlef, and I, we went. We were invited to the 60th birthday of our cleaning lady, yeah. which I presume is not a common thing. But we like our cleaning lady, Isabel. And uh, she's amazing. She does a very good job. We try to to make her happy too. So we, we try to at least pay her enough, and then and um, be friendly to her. And uh, yeah, so we like her. She obviously likes us, which is uh, awesome. And so so us three, we went to. Uh, we were invited by her to her 60th birthday, and that is it was a big party. It was a big big deal for her. Uh, for, first of all, we we live in the same. We live in Romasur. Uh, Detlef, she uh, lived in uh, San Miguel Chapultepec, which is very close. So first of all, we had to get there, and she lives in Valle de Chalco. Yeah. Valle de Chalco. Normally, not many people go there if they if they don't have to. I can't say anything about why that is, but we got we get weird looks when we tell people that we know that we went to Valle de Chalco. And it's about an hour and a half drive. You know, we first took the Metrobus and then the uh, Pesero. And it it only gets more gray and gray, like so many parts of Mexico are, because everything's just cement and uh, not very pretty. Anyways, we, we went to her church. Uh, it was a nice church service. And... Afterwards, we went to Una Sala de, de Festivos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, now, 
this this is all nice. Yeah, everything everything's nice. When it came to the dinner, there were I mean there were maybe 60, 70 people there, all family and friends. And first thing that was different, well, we got beer, nobody else got beer. When the dinner was served, I don't remember exactly, but it was it was very very tasty. It was very good. Everybody got like uh, styrofoam plates with the food in there, and got styrofoam cups for the agua del dia or whatever. We got plates. We got the f- food served in in actual uh, ceramic bowls. Mm-hmm. We got actual plates. Yeah. We got cubiertos, so yeah. uh, fork and knife. We got uh, not only beer, but also real glasses. Everybody else did not. Everybody else got their styrofoam plate with everything on there. Yeah. And that's it, and plastic forks and knives. Um, be- before all of that, uh, just remember, um, we were actually their idea was for us to sit at the main table of the, at the table of Isabel and her husband and her yeah. inner circle of family which was totally yeah, we didn't do that we just refused um, so so we were all that evening we were treated differently and very differently than everybody else than her family and her friends and to us that was really really weird yeah um because we did not want to be treated differently than anybody else yeah and since that night i i've tried to figure out why why that happened um now this was a very short version of that i want to now I want to explain to Nick what's the story about Christiane and Jose I, I want to explain that this is not it wasn't this one event this is not uncommon um, so the, the other story that we heard was of our friend Christiane who by now is married to Jose Jose is from here he's from Sierra de Mexico and but when she went to his family or pretty much every time so, uh, so her mother-in-law now, she took out the really fancy glasses, for example, yeah. really fancy glasses that nobody ever uses. She took out for her. Well, that by itself is, is almost reasonable. Okay, I understand that. But Christiane was the only person to get that fancy glass. Everybody else still uses the normal glasses. Now I get if you get a, take out the, the fancy glasses for a special occasion, but not if you give this only to one person. Yeah. Where to us the only, well, the, the the most obvious difference is we have white skin and everybody else here has many shades of darker skin, and because of that and because we work at the German school or somewhere else have more money. But only on the surface. I mean, you know, that's what people may think. That that is the first thought. I didn't want to go there yet, but so these are the 
stories that we've heard and this is not the and actually I have another friend who told me yeah that's happened to him too when he went to the family of his girlfriend and we have I have tried to to understand why that is now we have we have two Mexicans here who can talk about this we have an American here who's lived with a Mexican and Mexican, who's I've lived with a Mexican family yeah a very nice who family. wants to go first who I, wants I, to explain to me what what's happening there I'm just gonna start off by saying before before we get into this I, I should have prefaced this before or prefaced with this before you said your story but if I if I have one piece of advice for foreigners that's don't complain about Mexico when you're in Mexico no but I, I hope I don't well, no, 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 okay. no, no, we're not. It, it's, it, it, and this is why I'm prefacing about the friendship that you share here is that yeah. when you're a foreigner and you can complain about Mexico with your friends, that's how you know you have a very <laughs> good bond of friendship. Because there's, there, if you're just a random foreigner and you're just talking with some Mexicans that you just met or in, in a random situation and you start complaining or, or say, oh, Mexico be so racist, Mexico, blah, blah. They could be complaining about the exact same thing. They could be having that conversation among themselves. As soon as you jump in, agreeing with them, unless there's a bond of friendship there, they're going to come right back at you. Being like, Get the fuck out of so that, that they're, they're not going to respond very positively to that. So I just wanted to preface and lead with that. The other thing is, if if I if this podcast had another name, it would be Mexico is complicated. Mexico is very complicated. I mean, racism is a complex thing, and I'm not, I don't mean to say that racism is not a complex thing, but com between racism in Mexico and racism in the United States, it's two different, mm. two totally different races in the United States. You while the mechanics of racism are always labyrinthine and complex, it's still, people are lumped into very, generally, the way racism works in the US is people are lumped into very discrete categories that mm. doesn't really change. In Mexico, it changes with the change in the situation, your friends change. Your, your group of friends changes. You go from one group of friends to another group of friends. You go from one neighborhood to another neighborhood. You go from one state to another. You go from one restaurant, one pulqueria to a uh, taqueria across the street. The racism changes. So this is a very complicated conversation. That's I just wanted to preface it with all of those things first. Yeah, and, 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 and you was on this party. It's not racist. It's a kind of a racism, but it's more like a, the hospitality of the Mexican, you know, just to bring us the better thing that uh, for the for the reason that you are from another country. But it's strange uh, for an, a German people. It's like a uh, you're an unabated more and a, a problem. A lot of people it's equal, but. But here in Mexico, it's not. I think that it's not racism. It's more like a, a when you wanna um, show that you are a, a good person, 
every time, you know. But no, it's racism. Racism, it's more like uh, uh, Nick talk about it, you know. It's more like the situation. It's more like in the in the places. It's more like in the con not countries like the, like in the states, you know, in Mexico. Uh, if you go to the north, uh, you have people listen banda, banda music, uh, with too much money, and all of them are buchones, you know, with uh, narco culture, and them are the, on the top, you know. Uh, but um, you have uh, indigenous people everywhere is indigenous people. Them go down. Yeah. 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 I struggle to to find a find a word for that because what I mean by racism in Mexico is the um, conflicts or the the, the uh, different treatments between you can you can put it on the more indigenous you are the lower you are in the society that's my perception and you yeah. you nod everybody nods now um and now that maybe give me let's let me give another example um it's one is how dark your skin is <laughs> the other one is indigenous what would you, work you do um Very, very easy example. Um, in our um, apartment building, mm -hmm. there's a we have a doorman during the day and doorman during during yeah. the night. And uh, especially because we've known him for two years, the our doorman at night, uh, Leon, we like him a lot. We we talk to him uh, from time to time, and he told us, and yes, Nick, Catherine talks more to him than I do. <laughs> um, He told us that well, he's so happy, uh, he's happy to know us. He, we are the only ones talking to him, and everybody else doesn't even say hello or good morning. You know, yeah, because they I don't know they have more money. That's we don't know. It's how you treat those who have lower jobs than you do. It's it's the same at the school. It's it's not like the Mexican hate the Mexican hate the the Mexicans. Mexican hate the Mexican culture. You know, never never. Exists a phrase that the the biggest enemy of a Mexican is a Mexican. Yeah, it's a kind of proverb, you know. Yeah. And and it works on so many levels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the Mexican—it's it, a difficult thing that the Mexican have another Mexican, really. You know, the Mexican every time use another use another Mexican just to up to the next to the next level. You know. Yeah. And it's not a kind of a unity of united people. You know. It's it's hard, but uh, I don't know. I think that maybe it's a kind of a. Um, Uh, pre-Hispanic uh, reminiscence because if you know the history about Malinche you know tell us maybe maybe Malinche? maybe Malinche was the the the, the, the a woman uh, yes a woman but is this the the tra translator slash lover slash slash facilitator slash aide-de-camp mm -hmm. of Cortes yes and 
he just used her intelligence uh, to put down his race right here his 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 tribe you know uh, just to take uh, all that all that she want you know and I think that maybe it's it's a it's a kind of a a tattoo on the genetics of Mexican <laughs> people you know all all the Mexican just um, wanna yes I told you wanna use and take the best part yes also um, uh, many uh, consequences or causes of how we are as Mexicans mm -hmm. uh, comes from the uh, pre-Hispanic or the moment when the Spanish crash uh, against the Aztecs. Yeah. So, also I uh, um, a bad idea is uh, that we have uh, in our mind is the idea of the uh, returns, the of la riqueza. Ah, okay. Rich, oh. like the wealth. The wealth. If you uh, see a other person with wealth, you will uh, you you see with uh, you see it with um, bad with bad uh, things. Envy. Uh, yes, envy. Uh, because the concept uh, the, uh, it comes from the Spanish. When the Spanish comes uh, here, they uh, uh, rough, robot. They take, took everything. They, take, they, they stole it. They stole. They it. stole it. So, it uh, this idea we also have in mind very very deep. So the wealth but, is something that the Mexican. Uh, don't see very well. No, I, I think that it mo it it most deeply or, or deep. Uh, why? Because the the uh, in the mythology uh, in the legends of Mexican people in the uh, cosmology of of Mexican pre-Hispanic people, uh, you can find that the the history about Quetzalcoatl that Quetzalcoatl what uh, in the in the books of history and the legends talk about a white man with oh, beard, okay. yeah. you know, with beard, yeah. beard, yeah. beard, and and uh, Quetzalcoatl comes back to Aztlan, the Tenochtitlan, uh, like a god, like a good god, you know. And just imagine when the in the Veracruz you see the big bottles. You know, with white people, with verbs, and the Mexican people say, "Yes, they are gods, gods with uh, iron." Yeah, mm. you know, all of them are god, and and the Mexican brings the treasure. Yeah, but <laughs> them never think about that surprise. They are human, and them want gold, and them what? And them want gold, yeah, and their and the riches. Yes, also. And but the the the, the, the idea 
is. The Mexican people think that the white people is like a god. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think that this mm-hmm. kind of, of things are tattooed on the yes. on the on the mind. on the mind of the Mexican people, you know. And and I think that this is the reason of the hospitality, you know, for the Mexican to the Europeans or the Americans or the white people or the, because if you see a Mexican how uh, try or meet with a Indian or Brazilian. It's not the same. No, man, it's not the same. It's just with the white, with the white skin. Yes. You know, the Mexican live with, with, with this on his mind. The Mexican was conquered. The mind of the Mexican was conquered, you know? Yes. And the Mexican loved his oppressor. Yes. You know? I told you. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> this is the reason why in the party them treat you very good man see yeah. I think so yes it's basically is the consequence of I'm I think that I not Uh, have a problem with the racism in Mexico, but it exists. So I try to uh, take it seriously because for me it has no uh, no reason. It's a, a consequence of uh, the pre-Hispanic or the crash of the Spanish and the Aztec culture, but it exists very, very hard in the mind of the many people, many Mexican people. So what, I mean, I gave you my examples. I We went to this party and we were treated very, very differently than anybody else. Yes. We observe that, uh, take it the, the um, very well-paid teachers and employees at the German school that treat the mantenimiento, mm-hmm. um, the, the cleaning staff and the yes. uh, maintenance staff differently than the German teachers, yeah. uh, right? Or how we... Just saying good morning is apparently not a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, is there more examples of this behavior between... And I see this as light skin and white Mexicans and and dark skins it, it, it's just that's that's how it's obvious I don't know. yes um, and um, that's that's the, the one yeah and the example of uh, my party was uh, of that party was that we were treated differently by um, I did I don't know how to say this correctly but but by by uh, the family and by um, Isabel and her family, we were treated differently. And the only difference, but there is no difference, of course, between ourselves, but we do have more money and we have lighter skin because we're from Germany. Um, are there more examples of no, this? It exists, because uh, you know what I'm talking about. Yes, exists a study of the INEGI. INEGI is the... Uh, the department of the government that uh, makes uh, statistics yeah and 
uh, they uh, make a study uh, and uh, in this study uh, shows that uh, the white people uh, uh, has a, a job with more uh, salary yeah. than the oh, morena people or, or brown. The brown people. Yeah. But it, well, that's it, obvious to me. But yes, yeah. yes. But it uh, for me it uh, it's nature. Nature. It's nature, <laughs> but the consequence of the Hispanic because okay. the brown people have uh, this kind of uh, thinking, so they are more uh, shy, more este, silence. So they don't have the enough energy to poop the things up, and the. Um, White people uh, also uh, every every time are saying you push, you push, you push. Uh, I I think it's a is also is a idea of that only exists in in the mind. Mm, I think that that maybe it's not different, but another reason. Is that um, that the Mexican uh, re refuse uh, his roots? Yes. You know, when uh, when the uh, when the mind of the Mexican uh, people was conquered, the Spanish uh, people used the religion to show us the right man. Yes. The white man, the white god, is a right man. You know. Uh, and use our our Mexican and pre-Hispanic gods to <laughs> manipulate the mind, yes. the mind of the of the of yeah. the Mexican people, you know, and and show us that the that the that the Mexican and the indigenous people have to bring uh, a tribute uh, to the white god. Just remember the Guadalupe history of indigenous. That uh, find on the mountain a virgin, a white virgin, and a and the uh, and the origin of the white of the uh, and the and the vestment of of the virgin is roses. The real and the origin of the, of the virgin is Sochipili, the god of of palms and flowers. Yeah, and. And, and and I think that this is the reason when the Mexican uh, takes like one the the religion of the conquer and then refuse his roots. Yeah, uh, if you see uh, uh, Chilean or Brazilian or another countries, uh, them have uh, the courage. Uh, to preserve and defend his roots, but the Mexican refused it. I'm not an indigenous, you know. I'm not an indigenous. Uh, if 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 I I'm white, I'm better on the classes on the, you know. <laughs> It's strange, man. I told you, man. When I go to the market, 
them treat me like a tourist. But I'm from Xochimilco, man. You know? For me, my roots is in Xochimilco. I'm Mexican. You know? But I, I, I'm not sure that my, my friend Edgar have the same history. No? The same story, like me. You know? And them got the, 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 the system of growing flowers and the roots and the culture and the history and the traditions, you know? And we know it. But the Mexican people don't, don't want to know uh, and learn about his tradition and, you know, don't refuse it. Yes, I, I think the, the, the Mexican people are um, or feel poor. So they try to always uh, up in the social scale. Yeah. So in the social scale, in the up, uh, see a white man. Yeah. So uh, always try to imitate this kind of uh, behavior. And where um, is a uh, is is, is it's, I, I think that it is ignorance. Yeah. It's ignorance uh, because you can be rich in many th things, in many uh, ways. You can uh, get the, the... You can be good person in many ways, but the Mexican people only conceive or only think in the ways that uh, you have money or you not have. So it's a consequence of our bad education because this is other problem that we have. Our education is very bad and the government don't try to Uh, them try to erase our history just uh, watch your your um, money them erase the the person of Emiliano Zapata uh -huh. you know yes. on your money on the billete yeah. on the ticket on the bill on, on the, the bill, bill. The bill. Uh, of 20 pesos erase. first yes. uh, you have a revolutionary man but then no more. <laughs> yes. them, them, them put uh, the man who put in order Mexico, Benito Juarez. Hi. You know? But them, them try to erase uh, our revolutionary heroes right here in Mexico too. Yes. You know? And this is the, the, the original people. Emiliano Zapata was from uh, Morelos. Yes. You know? And... and He was an indigenous people, uh, farmer, uh, farmer man, you know, and it's hard, man. When you see that the government, uh, every time in the books of history on a college, erase this part, and and really, on the on the last five years ago, them try to erase, and never speak about the revolution of Mexico, and uh, on the on the. Um, When you not go to the work or to the, the school, they never speak about the 20th of, of November right here in Mexico, about the Revolution Day. No, man. 
no more. <laughs> the indigenous people not have more roots, please. And now you are uh, uh, try to, to to think that you are that you wanna be a white man. Yes. You know. <laughs> yes, it's an idea that exists in our mind very, very, very hard. Also, we can say, I was uh, speaking with this girl, and she told me, este, why, why uh, the Latin American countries are poor? So, one thing that would you can think immediately is because they are rich in in sources you if you plant a uh, apple mm -hmm. it uh, grow, grows uh, easy but it uh, it uh, thinks that you have uh, you you don't have to to work for it <laughs> so uh, but the, the the I think that why the American uh, the Latin American countries are poor is because the corruption. We are I'm a pure. The, we are a, a poor. A, me. a poor. <laughs> uh, we are a country with a problem of the corruption that exists in uh, all the levels of the government. The laws don't uh, don't exist. Uh, it it, yes, it, exi <laughs> it exists, but them them are created just to bring um, benefit benefits benefits to the rich man. Yes, and the and the, and the bank, the global the global bank. You know, now this year we have to vote, but this votation is just uh, to. Uh, give the power to just to uh, two big blocks, you know, this kind of uh, people of the bank of the bank or <laughs> another man. Yeah, uh, <laughs> we don't have votations. Uh, we just have a, a elections. It uh, elections. Like, we don't have is elections. It, is it presidential elections yeah. or parliament as well? Uh, <laughs> All of it. Okay. Oh <laughs> uh, well, for for example, the the last. Uh, case of the Javier Duarte. Javier Duarte was a president of the Veracruz state. It, uh, he wrote a lot of money and many uh, wicked, uh, wicked uh, yes. And uh, well, I think that the all of the law is now on here. It's as easy. Uh, so if the is is the problem of the corruption is an example of the corruption. Also, uh, as the, as I told you, the education. Mm -hmm. No, but uh, I defer a, proverb, a, a Mexican proverb: If you know rough, you know go forward. Yes. Yeah. If yeah. you know rough, if you know make a trick, you know you know go forward. It's a kind of a Mexican proverb. Yeah, on yeah. the last 20 years. In Spanish is el que no tranza no avanza. 
But if you take it, you take it. But if you think that it 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 is not correct, your refusal, your uh, your negate this uh, kind of activate. So you uh, in my case, I try to be a good person, say always the true uh, work, but. In the law or the you have all the situations uh, go to a point on where you are uh, you you don't or you can't uh, do anything. So you you have to make um, trampas tricks tricks, but is add another consequence of the system. I mean, I, I have a, I have a lot to add to all of that other stuff, but I think, I think I'm good just leaving it there for now for this episode. What do you think? Sounds good. Sounds good. Thank you. Thank you both so much for, uh, for sharing your thoughts, for enlightening us a little bit and for probably giving us a lot more to talk about and hopefully yeah. Hopefully, starting a conversation on on the various places where we have those conversations out there. So yes, please send in your thoughts, your questions, and hopefully we'll be here again, having you know, elucidating further on the topic. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you to you, and um, hope you find uh, some good uh, words about our roots. <laughs> And our situation and our um, Mexican minds, you know. And I, I, I can't uh, tell you just some things. Uh, we speak about some truths of Mexican people, you know. And it's it's hard for us to talk about the uh, about yes. this, but uh, I it's tell you, uh, yeah, it's the truth, man. Um, hope you can. Uh, like a listeners, uh, you can uh, overstand mm -hmm. the Mexican people and, and not use in a, a, in a bad situation. <laughs> yeah. Just uh, share good vibes, you know, um, sending love, Joshua. Sin. Yeah. Um, well, I love my country, but in the same way, I have to say the things that I don't like. So thank you for demonstrate all the uh, view of our country in the different points, no? For foreigners that uh, want to come from Mexico. Yeah. And that's all. I'm uh, happy to share. Muchas gracias.